Hello and welcome to The Hearts Review with me Ross McLeod and Gordon Senior. Joining us this week are Spencer and Matty to talk about our defeats to Pauk and Motherwell. We chat a little bit about where the club is going, the transfer market and the managerial situation at the club, preview Aberdeen, touch on the next couple of games and chat Scotland ahead of the games against Cyprus and England. What a week we've what a week we've had uh, watching Hearts, Gordon. Uh, your your thoughts on uh, what's been uh, two wonderful results for Heart Midlothian Football Club? Uh, my thoughts, Ross. My thoughts are: we have a nice positive review one week, yeah. and everything's looking brighter. They reel you back in again, only for nothing to change and it to go back to to reality once again. You know. We should have we should have known after Dundee what was coming. I mean, to be fair, I did say three nil. I I seen the result coming, the capitulation in Greece, the bang average defence. In fact, it's not even the bang average defence. It's a championship defence that we've got. Uh, they were always going to get ripped to shreds in in Greece by a half decent team. I'm not going to say that they're a brilliant team because they're not. I don't think you have to be a brilliant team to score goals against Hearts, uh, as Motherwell proved on Sunday. Um, it's just. I mean, what what can you say? It's just a, a typical Hearts performance um, away from home in Europe. Uh, we've seen it last season with these frauds, and we're seeing it again. Uh, everyone knew where our issues lay. It was in that defence, and uh, we haven't addressed it. Simple as that. You know, Pranky Kent, I think, has done okay since he's come in, but one centre-half isn't going to change anything. You've still got two full-backs who can't defend, who are clearly out of their depth. Uh, and then you've got Kai Rolls as well. I mean, how on earth is he an international centre-half that's played at a World Cup? If he's playing at World Cups, there's still hope for us for 100%. <laughs> you know, we, we should get some new adopted nation and, and go and, you know, go and play for them or something. Do you, do you guess you'd actually revoke my Australian citizenship? Yeah, let's, what, uh, you're right off here because you... Yeah, you, yeah, mum was born there. Your, your mum's your like, yeah. listen, go over there now. <laughs> <laughs> and start playing for an A-League team. Because let's be honest with you, I mean, Cammy Devlin and Kai Rolls, Nathaniel Atkinson, I think that there's a Hibs player as well that played for an Australian team that isn't very good. It shows you you don't have to be good Is that the midfielder they signed? Uh, oh, him. Shite. No, Jago as well. And Jago, yeah. some fullback as well that they signed who's crap also. Um, so Who was the jobber that was at, like, St Mirren? They got on the Australian national oh, team. Uh, is it Bacchus? I feel like... Nah, yeah, nah, before no, no, that. Mid- midfielder, he was shite. I don't know. Is it the, the Jackson or something. Oh, eh. Uh, Irvin. Ah, uh, Jackson Irvin. Uh, he, he went Hibs as well, didn't Jackson he? Jackson Irvin um, was another one, yeah. Yeah, well, you don't have to be a good footballer to clearly play in a show. I mean, Jason Cummins, for Christ's sake, you know what I mean? Went over there and scored barrel loads of goals. Couldn't even get a game for Dundee. Um, So it just shows you don't have to be a good footballer to play at that level. Uh, so I think you should, Ross. I think you should go over now. Um, Just do it. You'll be at the next World Cup. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not that far away. Um, and, and there you go, because if these guys can do it, then then anybody can. I mean, that third goal, sorry, the second, was it the second goal that Rose got? What was the score at halftime? It was 2-0. The one where the overhead, well, the, no, it wasn't even overhead. No, they just had to stand there the and one, the, one where, the one where Rose should just, like, put his face in the way, like mm-hmm. any other centre-half I've seen Hearts have over the last 20 years yeah. would have done. Nah, 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 why would you put I, a challenge? That, that, that second goal is a schoolboy, as you see. I mean, I, as you say there, he's... <laughs> the, the boy's just standing against him in his own six-yard box and Rose doesn't even make an attempt 
to try and get his body in the way or get a foot in or anything. He just stands there. Oh, he stands he's, like, he's standing oh, behind can, him like he's got five do. items in his basket and he's Aye. waiting to fucking check out at Tesco. So like, what you can do, Mr. Greek striker or wherever you're from, I'll just stand here and you can use me as a leaning post so you can pick your spot. Bang, there you go. Ties over. Good night. Um, some of the worst defending I've ever seen, and they probably were laughing at that point, those Greek fans. They probably couldn't believe it. I mean, we could, because we've seen it all before, um, but they probably thought, dearie me, I mean, these lot gave us a game at Tynecastle last week. I know that was the same stupid centre-half that, that slid in and gave away the penalty 30 seconds after we had went one up, but still, I didn't think he was this bad, dearie me. And then, obviously, bang, they go and get the third kill. I mean, the game was over anyway, to be honest. The game was over after the first one went in, after 12 minutes. Um, and then obviously they 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 get the uh, the third and then the the fourth and it just summed this Hearts team up. I don't think there's much character in there. I don't think there there's a whole lot of ability really. Because uh, I think the Motherwell and Dundee games have shown that that again it's just like watching Nielsen's Hearts. It's side to side and it's there's no ideas. There's no creativity. There's no one in there that will take the ball by the scruff of the neck and 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 actually run forward for a start. Either, I mean, they're so shots shy, it's unbelievable. I mean, they're so... Did we, did we register a, a shot on target? I don't know. The I only mean, person that shoots is Lawrence Shankland. Yeah. And even then, you know, I mean, he's sometimes having to come deep to get the ball anyway because he's getting no service. And the the, the most trigger-shy Hearts team that I, I've ever seen in my life, to be honest, and it's... I knew all day long on Sunday there that we weren't getting back into that game. It's just... It's a carbon copy of, of every performance that Hearts go behind. Same as the Kilmarnock game. The only difference between the Kilmarnock game and Motherwell game and the Dundee game was that Hearts didn't go 1-0 down. And uh, and had they, they weren't coming back to get a result in that game and that would have been th- uh, three league defeats on the spin. And it's um, it's not good enough. It's nowhere near good enough. Spencer, you did look visibly annoyed in the pub when we were watching the game. What what were your thoughts of the, the, the Pauk game in particular to start with? Defendant's terrible. That that third goal, I think it is. <laughs> is it Cochrane that's just walking back and the boys are marked in the middle of the box? Yeah, I've seen your face go really red there. I thought you were you were going to, you were getting really angry at that point. I thought there was going to be a magical European night. I brought my casino card out with me. I was planning my night ahead. We're going to go out and Yeah, and you, had your, you had your shirt on. Yeah. Best jeans. Mm-hmm. We were going to have a famous night. The mill was going to be bouncing. The, the mill was empty, actually. I was surprised. Well, maybe it's a Thursday, I guess. But defensively, it was terrible. Really poor. I, th- I think we're going to have some, obviously, issues this season. It's a shame now the window's closed because we can't address these <laughs> these problems. Our fucking director of football was out partying in Greece the day before the fucking window shut. So, are we going to talk about that? Or are we just going to pretend that never fucking happened even though we needed n- three more defenders? Well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. He's a bald fraud and he has to go. Was Mrs. Budge in Greece? She also has to go. What do, you, what do you make of that, though? Them enjoying themselves? And it's a fucking trip. disgrace. We got battered out of Europe disgracefully because he's no addressed the problems that he should be addressing. And he's out there getting pished, dancing on tables with Hearts fans the day before the fucking transfer window shot. But they work all year for their uh, big European days. Fuck them. They went to Spain. They spent three weeks not announcing Naismith because they were trying to figure out what weird, wonderful role they'd give him. But they spent three weeks on holiday blaming that for the lack of announcements at anything in the summer. In fact, to be honest with you, this season's been a fucking joke since June. Our pre-season was a disgrace. 
every every single signing in the in the window individually has been all right. There's not been enough of them. Apart from that Neuenhoff, who just looks like an absolute fraud. I'm still sign. better. Hearts Live was cancelled. Hearts Live was cancelled, exactly. We had a bit, we had more pre-season friendlies behind closed doors and in front of fans. No, what the fuck? Calm down, Matty. You know, you might be get, you might be accused of being a hippie here. We're terrible from top to bottom. There's not a person inside this football club that gets past March for their job for me at the moment. From top to bottom. From Budge and... Fucking McKinley, have, that's even his fucking name, I can't remember. It is, it's Andy never McKinley. fucking see Uncle him anyway. Andy is he's Uncle done, Andy, he's done yeah. one interview where he comes out, comes out and he talks about ambition and a plan going forward and how we never knee-jerk sacked Robbie Nielsen. Well, you'd clearly never had any fucking succession, succession plan in place because he scrambled about for a bit and just gave it to the guy that was already there that didn't even have the fucking license for it. And here we are, Napri season, limited transfers yet again for the third window running, and very likely chance that if Aberdeen beat us, we're going to go into the relegation zone. What a club. A hotel it's going to be, be Mrs. Budge's third relegation, but you're not allowed to question it because she <laughs> gave us a loan. Um, the, the, the hotel will be nice. That'll, that'll, be, that'll be good when it, when it gets up and running. What do, what do you make of the optics behind the hotel, though, Spencer? I mean, we're, it's not a good time to be launching a brand new... I don't know how many room hotel at Tincastle when advertising it. You know, well, to everyone. The one thing I do know is, however many rooms that get advertised, if this stands anything to go by, that'll never actually be the amount of rooms they can legally open because one of them, the roof will be too small, or it won't have a. They'll forget to order a shower, or you know, something will go fucking wrong. We forgot to order the showers. We can't open the hotel. Wonder. How- Half of them must not have windows, if you think about it, because they've only got the windows facing the I know. facing the front. So half the rooms must not have windows or anything so it's, like it's that. Gonna yeah. like a, a box yeah, room. It's going to be like a, <laughs> a box room, like a travel lodge. Yeah. <laughs> you know, travel lodges have windows. Don't be, don't be dissing travel lodges. I'll be like the Easy Hotel. Oh, uh, yeah. Have you ever yep. been in them? They're fucking yeah. horrendous. I've, I've, I've <laughs> been in an Easy Hotel. I went to one of them with a the message, right? And I needed a shit. <laughs> <laughs> and she heard the entire thing. <laughs> I mean, being a, a, a larger gentleman, I mean, you'll know yourself. It's it's no easy tight to fit squeeze. in there. It's a tight squeeze. <laughs> then you get more uh, more room on a Scotrail train. You get more room in a fucking plane. More room in a Ryanair flight. <laughs> I mean, literally, that's what they are. I mean, they're they're like flight. They're the they maybe the same size as like the actual airline bathrooms. Do you want really? to just talk about this for the rest of the hour and not discuss I mean, ours? I mean, it might be more... We might not get a, a, a thread made about us if we do. The Motherwell game was a bit of a disgrace as well, Spencer, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Hor- horrendous. A th- one shot on target, was it? Yeah, d- incredibly poor. Again, same issues defensively. Just not good enough. I thought Motherwell were quite comfortable in the end. Probably deserved winners. Hearts didn't put them under any sort of pressure. It's annoying all. as well they went down to 10 men. Yeah, didn't didn't really bombard them they they look pretty calm as well just uh, the, there's a real there's no spark in that hearts team is there never really placed Janelli. that was a, a big loss um they've not even got anybody that you could think right this person's this this guy's going to change the team this cha- this guy's going to change the game i thought tagawa was going to be one of those players but he just sort of went off the boil a little bit you need to give these people time you know people were Praising Lowry, for example, for his after his thirty-five minutes against St Johnston, but he's not really hit the hit the mark since then. Thing is, my he, heart, he is only twenty year old. 
No, well, but he's also not our say. fucking problem. He's yeah. a Rangers player. No, I know, I get that. So I don't give a shit that he's 20. Do no, it I know, but he, he'll, he'll, he'll have games where he'll be really good because there's clearly talent there. There is, I. But there'll, and there'll be games where he just he's anonymous. It's just naturally going to happen. Listen, the problem for Hearts, well, it's not a problem. It should be a good thing. You have 7,000 people on a waiting list. You know, we're, we're a massive club. No, we don't. You don't think that's true? Is that I more lies from the club? Absolute bollocks. Well, we might have a waiting list of some. some We've got seven thousand people on a waiting list, and a League Cup game sold about six thousand tickets. <laughs> There's a new waiting list for the hotel as well. <laughs> um, listen, but you don't get time to to sit in here. You, you, that's the thing for Naismith as well. It's it's not a project, Hearts. You know, you, you need to hit the ground running. There's not really a honeymoon period or anything like that. See quickly. I, I want to come back. Do you know anyone on this waiting list? Does anyone know anyone on the waiting list? I, I don't. You no. ever met someone that's no. on the waiting list? Why would you honestly want to wait to watch this shite? Because it's not going to get any better. But it, it's like, it's just so bad. Like, the games are so, so bad. It's boring. It's boring, boring football. Like, I've not witnessed. That's what I mean. But I've not witnessed the Hearts team as boring. I don't think. Kind of reminds me of the start I of the 19... the Hearts team last year and yeah. the Hearts team the year before well, that. Well, at, at least we actually still won games. Has We're now really, feel, really boring. It has the same feel as the relegation season. The 1920 season. Honestly, it does. It's a good team on paper. Yeah, but remember the start of that season? It was like Hamilton, Ross County. It was it was really just poor. There was nothing being created. You're like, oh, it'll change soon. But just just don't feel it at the moment. Aberdeen game's massive. I mean, it's going to be a huge game. Yeah, the only saving grace is they're shite as well. But if, if they come to Tincastle and win... Jake and Marnock are getting automatic group stage football this season. Motherwell look more likely. Motherwell look closer to the team. Uh, I think they're ah. really good. Do you know if we were going to take managers who have who are playing in, uh, who are managing Scottish football at the moment, Kettlewell would be the top of my list. And and people and Hearts. Could we fans, take Slattery as well because he looks like a uh, decent uh, The thing is, Hearts a fans. A midfielder that goes forward. Hearts, Hearts fans will that? turn. Most Hearts fans would turn their nose up at like Kettlewell. You know, I mean, they 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 would. They would go, oh, can I can't know having him. But I'm telling you, see someone like him. He'd, be, he'd probably do a pretty good job at Hearts. You look at where Motherwell were when he went in there, right? They, they looked gone. Oh, Absolutely gone. I thought they were getting relegated. Then he only needed to... And this is a guy as well who had obviously been working on the radio. He had been seeing all kind of every single team. He knew exactly where Hearts' weaknesses were. And in the last two games that they've played against us, he's had us on toast. And they've lost their best player. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. They, you right. know, they've, they've, they've hardly spent any money and they've lost... Uh, what, 25 goal a season striker? Talked about Kettlewell there. Do you think the writing's on the wall then for this management team? After so so many games, only only six competitive games we've played, maybe seven competitive games we've played? Uh, I think the writing's on the wall for the board, um, to be perfectly honest with you, because they're the ones that will have to uh, get the, the brunt of the scrutiny. I feel sorry for Naismith. I think he's been hung out to dry. Uh, I don't think he's been properly backed. I don't think the right um, the right things have been addressed in the summer. Um, so for me, I think there needs to be an inquest. Someone needs to come out and say exactly why they appointed Naismith, why exactly they appointed the whole uh, management team thing, exactly who who who's responsible, because I think someone has to resign, uh, quite simply, because there's been too many failed managerial appointments now. Um, and who is that person, Gordon? Well, that that's I, I'm basically asking the question, Ross. I mean, I, I think that there has to be an inquest. Um, I mean, is it McKinley? Is it Joe Savage? Is it Mrs. Budge? I mean, who's who's the one that has to face up and go, uh, ultimately, after another failed managerial experience? And unfortunately, there hasn't been a, a success. And, and people will talk about Nielsen's reign. There had been successes there. Overall, didn't win anything. So it wasn't a success. 
is this current crop going to win something? I can't see it. I, I honestly, there's nothing that suggests to me right now that there's anything about this Heart squad. Um, I mean, look, a new manager could come in, an experienced manager, which is what should have happened in the summer. They should have brought someone in with a bit of ambition, who's been there, done it. And I think they could have took the club on potentially um, into the group stages of, of European football. I didn't think Pauk were that good. I think they were beatable. I think we showed that at Tyne Castle had we actually had a proper defence. And a manager would have seen that, by the way. A, a good manager coming in with a fresh pair of eyes would have lo- had a look at that Hearts defence. For a start, they would have done their homework. So they would have looked at, at where Hearts went wrong last season. They would have seen that half these people, well, the 90% of that defence can't defend. Um, and they would have said, right, clear them out. I'm going to get some people in who can do the basics here, and we've got a chance. But do you think do you think the people in charge are sort of hiding behind the management team to a certain extent? Because yeah, well, that's, look, what, that's like, what I'm Neesmith, saying. When, when uh, he's, he's yeah. hung out to dry, so Neesmith, like so Neesmith's a young coach. You know what we should have done if we were wanting to, if we were truly wanting to develop him as a young coach and potentially for him to be Hearts manager in the future. What we should have done was get an experienced coach in to work alongside Stephen Neesmith. So. You appoint a new manager who's experienced, as you say, but say to them, look, Stephen Naismith's your assistant or your, your first team coach or whatever as well. He can then gain that experience. Because Stephen Naismith wasn't ready. I don't think he's ready that's, to manage uh, a club like that, that. That's an interesting point. So what you're saying is what they could have done is they could have got, say, an experienced head coach who's maybe been down in England, uh, who's, you know, say, managed at Preston before. Someone called, <laughs> I don't know, Francis McAvoy. <laughs> maybe he could have came in and been the head coach. Well, Nasey could have maybe took over the, maybe not assistant manager's role, because obviously he doesn't want to be that. Maybe a technical director. I mean, how does that sound? You know, that's that's an interesting one. Maybe they could have went down that route. Oh, wait, they did, and it failed. It's absolutely miserably failed. It's not what anybody expected was going to happen. And, and, and the thing is, Nasey doesn't need to develop. You know what I mean? He's his own man. Yes, he'll get things right, he'll get things wrong. But as you said, or as Spencer said, it's Hearts aren't a project. You but know that's what I mean? my point. Like Hearts aren't and a project. It, so that, they should have made clear to them. Thing is, in Ross, the, the, right? In, in the in the process of bringing someone in, the club should know that that's not the man that Hearts need to bring in. No, no. But and and but it's all about timing, right? This is different if the club had been, you know mid-table for the last few years and they thought right we're going to have to go through a, a different direction here let's you know let's go with a fresh face and see what happens but the club aren't in that direction at the moment that they, they had just been in europe last season they've got the money there they had an opportunity to get back back to back european group stage football again fucking getting a decent manager and go and achieve it because next season's the same as well you've got european group stage. then that goes away because the coefficient's fucking gone it's been shattered and it's not going to get any better this season it'll certainly not get any better fucking next season so you're going to have a few years coming up without that money and and that's what you've got to prepare for you've got to go in now try and secure it as much as you can have a team in place that are able to tackle and get to to European football when there are more qualifiers. And at the moment, um, again, it's hearts in a fucking nutshell. They do this all the time. Anytime they have a tiny little bit of success and you think that they can crack on and go and achieve something, they never do it. They shoot themselves in the foot. There's no excuses here. Um, The the club have been let down by a bunch of losers in the boardroom. Um, Mrs. Budge is the, 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 the biggest failure in hearts' history. I don't care what anybody says. 
She she's left us with a crappy main stand, which is obsolete already. It was only built six years ago, and she's trying to mask it by building a crappy cheap hotel. Uh, it's double the way, double the budget. We got relegated with threw away European uh, group stage football on her watch. Lost multiple cup finals. Multiple cup finals. Seen seen our rivals win trophies. Aberdeen beat us to European group stage football last season. Uh, you know, for me, the, everything stems. From the boardroom and down, and and there's so many losers in there, so many failures, and there's going to be an absolute massive restructure job at this football club because it's not good enough from top to bottom. For me, the club still reeks of Craig Levine. Like we still have so many like Craig Levine guys in the building, and you look. I mean, you look. You look at everything that's happened from the moment from the moment that the that the um, budge came in and that sort of regime came in and took over the football club. Craig Levine got put into that position to basically run the entire football department. He appointed his pal, um, who'd done all right, got us promoted and then failed miserably. And then he replaced him with his pal. And then he replaced him with himself. And then they replaced him with Neil. No, they had Stendhal for 30 seconds. Didn't really back him that well. And then, I mean, it was a failed experiment. Fair enough. And then they replaced him with the guy they started with. And then he failed again. And they brought in Stevie Naismith, who was a Craig Levine signing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, another pal. Another pal. Who is assisted by Joe Savage's pal. It is the proper pals act to the football club. It's fucking it? pathetic. Yeah. We've, it's an absolute joke. If you ran a company like that outside of football, it would be bankrupt in six months. It's it's genuinely a, dis- a disgrace. Yes, there, there's there's nobody that ever thinks about. It. And do you remember as well when we didn't have a sporting director, and there was that that brief period, I think at the start of the the season after COVID had just sort of started, and and she got Jim Jeffries in. To, to be <laughs> he acting, was there, acting <laughs> sporting director. I mean, for fuck's sake! I mean, the the lack of imagination from the top to this football, it just. I don't. I don't like using Brighton and Brentford as examples because there's there's a Peterborough is a great example of how to run a smaller football club, right? Innovative, looking to sort of embrace technology, embrace scouting, move forward, embrace new ways of playing, new styles of managers. We just bring back Craig Levine and Jim Jeffries and just rinse and repeat the same fucking cycle. Robbie. Because Jim Jeffries won a cup in the nineties, and Craig Levine's a good hearts man, and then we just bring in a bunch of like. They're known associates. And you bring you bring, Nielsen comes back, and then obviously I'm surprised Robbo's no been called back yet. Oh, he's um, he's he's surely he's due a role. I mean, we need to score goals. Surely get Robbo in as a striker. Coach. Aye, That's a very aye, hard Gary move. Locke will be back at what some point as well. I mean, <laughs> Wayne is back, isn't he? But uh, I mean, Michael it? Smith will be getting hired as the next coach. He's got to be. Yeah, he'll probably end up taking over the women's team when uh, when Eva goes. Look, look at fucking. We brought Liam Fox in. Another one. A Craig Levine pal. Listen, we've, we've had some good times, okay? No, we haven't. Yes, we have. When? Listen, if you, and if you look at the... Auchinleck was a good laugh. Listen. That's about it. <laughs> if you look at the nine years of Mrs. Budge, there has been more good times than bad. I don't I don't think we could... Well, the could two years in the championship. Right, so, so explain then what, were what, what are the good, good times what, what, in no, the top let, division. Let him, let, him, let him explain what the good times were. Go on. <laughs> We have we have memories for a lifetime in Florence. That was a good a good holiday. All, all our buddy all our buddies together. 
you know, getting all our buddies together, that was a, a good a good away day. We had some magical cup final moments, you know. When we all lost. We Ryan were, Edwards. You yeah. know, we shared those moments together on the bus. We had a few pints before the game. Those were... Do that every week. Those, those were some... <laughs> <No>. some, <laughs> some <laughs> moments. Just so yeah. happened to be on a bigger scale. We, we've had our two third place finishes under Mrs. Budge. Um, what did we do when we got to Europe? Lost. Yeah. One of them Go resulted in our most embarrassing ever result. Yeah. But Burger Cara was hard. I understand that. But you know, we had a famous win against Infinite Talon. That oh, was a that was, that, was a that was a good one. And Get a uh, new joke. <laughs> Ken, we want original when, material. Uh, we went on a magical nine derby unbeaten run against Hibs. That was that was that that was fun. Do you think Mrs. Budge deserves all the criticism, Spencer? Though, do you not think she does? Do you not think her and the appointments she's made can't all be at her door? That? You know, it's the people around her. What 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 was McKinley's? What was McKinley's role? Who, in appoint- appointed, McKinley? who appointed them? That's the thing, and it, it, it all it all stems from the person at the top. And it's that's her, her. Fo- it's her football club, and yeah. she's appointed everyone. It's supposed to be a foundation of hearts, right? Who are supposed to be the majority shareholders now? Surely their chief executive or chairman should be the one making the decisions, not her. So are you not happy with the new stand? No, shite. I'm you, not happy. You, with are you not happy stand. with the hotel? No. Can no. I give a shit about a hotel? I th- and, and I think the football club. I, I think as well there should have been... What about the restaurant? Fuck the, the restaurant. It was number, one. It was number one on TripAdvisor. Oh, well. Should, but the thing and is... When's the trophy played for that? that? That money, you talk about money from revenue, but the amount of revenue that we generate from the hotel so and what, restaurant... Listen, no, 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 I'm going to counter that. I'm going to counter that. because We are technically getting a third place every season down to Mrs. Budge with that money. Right, okay then. I'll counter that. No, we're not. Because how football clubs make money... How much are we charging this for this hotel? We're not making four million a year off a restaurant with eight tables and 12 fucking rooms in a hotel if, if you want to make money through a football club you invest on the pitch never mind hotels and and restaurants you know what else and helps Gorky if you build a stand go- with more fucking capacity that helps make 100%. money 100% Re- match day revenue and investing in the team it's a very very good point that in, in terms of the new stand we rushed into that we really rushed into that and it's you know we we went right in for that and then went oh twenty thousand will be enough and I've, it's not it's never been twenty thousand by the way either mm. no no, no we've that, never we've never had twenty thousand once has never had two th- twenty thousand of that we've never topped nineteen in a bit thing is as well someone made an interesting point on Twitter and it was nothing it wasn't even a, a Hearts fan as well it was it was one of the pages or something and they said that they they worry about Hearts because Hearts' ability now to grow as a football club but because they were talking about how attendances have went up through every club you know Kilmarnock have got you know record season tickets I think Dundee United are even doing well despite relegation Motherwell uh, you know all these teams you know you see their fan bases are going up which is great because there's you know more more teams are, are interested in Scottish football um, particularly the local teams Hearts at the moment are are growing very very quickly. I mean, there's a number of reasons for that. I think we've mentioned at length uh, why the fan base is growing uh, because you're getting you know a lot of younger fans who grew up during the Romanov days, seen Hearts win the Scottish Cup and things like that. Now they're wanting to go to the game. You've got the Ultras scene as well, which is great. Um, you've got parent seven thousand season ticket waiting list, but I, which which is believable for no, but it is believable for a club this size. I mean, technically it should be right, but now. How how do hearts grow? Because you can't ex- apparently we can't expand the stadium now. So therefore, if Tincastle is sold out every week and you aren't able to sell more season tickets, then what happens to these fans? Do they, do they just shut off and go elsewhere, or or do they lose interest? I mean, what happens? Unless they're physically going to the match every week, and even the ones who now are going to the game every week, they're going to fucking get bored very quickly watching that shite. 
I mean, we're we're too far gone. There's no hope left for us, unfortunately. <laughs> we're we're gone. We've been brought up. And yeah, exactly. Thank yeah, you, mum. Thank I, you, dad. I blame Colin uh, for all she this. She phoned as well. me after. I tell you something. My mum phoned me after the Dundee game. She said, "What about them?" I said, "Never mind them. What about you? What did you bring me up to watch this pish for? Eh? Um, better times back then, but and and uh, you know the the football club I fell in love with, football in general that I fell in love with, is a distant memory now, unfortunately. Um, it is a pressing point, though. It's like we're not even entertained. Do you know what I mean? No. We're not even entertained as a as a as a football as a football fan base. We're not even entertained. Like you know, it'd be great to win every week, fine. But at the end of the day, that doesn't always happen with Hearts. I'd I rather have a team that entertains. The last game we went to where the football was my favourite part of the day. Like I couldn't tell you. I mean, maybe like I went at Easter Road, probably Ross County at home, probably Hearts mm-hmm. five Aberdeen nil January under Robbie. That was a good game. No, well, the six one against County was probably the last time I was actually sat there and thought, oh, I'm quite enjoying this. Does the Aberdeen game become? critical that we win oh but yeah and a performance you know i don't even think uh you know a, a gutsy one nil would do uh i think they've got to go out there and impress and show that they're uh a better side than aberdeen to be honest uh because they're you know, aberdeen aren't a great side i think they're in the exact same position as us they've appointed a dud um just because he put on mainly they're only third because hearts capitulated it's not because they were any good um, pressure eight, was off eight them. Eight wins in a row was imp- Yeah, good. Very. There was no pressure on them to go on that run. Um, he came in. They started doing the basics right, and and they got lucky because if you remember as well, they finished the season with one win in five or six or whatever it was. Um, for me, I think Hearts going to the game favourites because they're at home. I think it'll be a different game to the the Motherwell and Kelly games. So there'll be an emphasis on Aberdeen to come out and try and attack us. I think that probably plays in their hands, to be honest. Um, and yeah, for me, it's going to be a win because I think if Hearts were to lose, then he would be sacked. I think I don't think there. I don't think they could. They would come back from that. I think they would make a change, uh, which would be a shame for Nasey because I don't think he deserves that. But um, but that's just the reality. Is again that the the club has, uh, you know, sold them short. Who takes over temporary charge? Simple as that. Because let's be honest with you, they aren't appointing anyone in a week or two weeks. Because Liam Fox. probably oh, no, no. no 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 Jim Jeffrey's assistant ah, by Liam Fox Ro- this is when Robbo will come back um, or, <laughs> or Gary Locke or something but the thing is as well you, you after that Aberdeen game you've got three huge away games St Mirren Kilmarnock and Ross County and zero points well the, the way they're going at the moment I mean you, you wouldn't be surprised I mean and, and obviously one of them's a huge cup quarter final um, and in a tournament where Celtic are already out you need to be getting to that cup final, or you've got an excellent chance of winning it. Um, and we're not giving ourselves the best opportunity going into it. So I'm concerned already. Um, I think it's you know if they were to lose the Aberdeen game, as I said, they, they would they would they probably would remove them, and they would sit there and dilly dally, and these three games would absolutely bypass us. We'd have no one in. We'd be out of the cup, and we'd probably be in the bottom two. Um, and then you're saying to yourself, right, well, this man needs to come in and, and take over and, and, and get us going. Say what you want about the Wii team, right? But there's them identified someone already. They'll they'll have someone in place for their next home game. Now, yeah, it's not been a great start of the season for them, but they've still they're still in the cup. They've got a winnable game against St. Mirren at home. We us and Aberdeen have both been shites. They've exactly. Not really lost so they're not as if there. they're miles away from third. They could get a new man, a, a new manager in there, and you know they they ultimately could have a step up on Aberdeen and Hearts, which is a fucking disgrace when you look at the shambles that they they were just a few weeks ago. And uh, if Hearts don't get third this season, 
if they don't get guaranteed group stage European football for next year, then the clubs let down their fans once again, and uh, and I think that'll be the final straw for me. To be honest with you, I won't be back if if the current regime is uh, is still in charge. You will. No, honestly, I'm at my wits' end now. Remember when I followed this football club um, up and down the country for all of my adult life. I'm now at a stage where I don't recognise the football club anymore, the one that I, I grew up and, and f- fell in love with. It's just, this isn't an overreaction to a couple of defeats or a bad start. It's just, it's constant failure after failure and there's no excuse now. We're not an administration. We're not crippled with debt. There's, there's absolutely no excuse and the failures are coming within. Uh, within they get, people, people like us pump our money into this football club, and what do we honestly get in return? Fuck all. No one's talking about Hearts winning every week. No one's saying that for a minute. No one's saying we should be winning trebles. We should be winning league I titles. I want one day a decade. That's right, all. Exactly. I ask. But no, no one, no one actually. People say Hearts fans have unrealistic uh, ambitions. No, we don't. We want to see a football club that goes in each game trying to win it. And if they get beat, fine. You applaud them off the park and you go, right, better luck next week, lads. I think we'll bounce back. And we do. That football club at the moment is is miles away from that. And that's just your bread and butter. Um, do you see them going to Kilmarnock on a Wednesday night or a Tuesday night and, and winning and getting a cup quarterfinal? Do you fuck? That's got cup exit all over it. And it'll be, well, the Nuke Celtic out in the last round and it's a tough place to go. The usual bullshit. Hey, you're more surprised if we win that than if we... 100%, and which is a disgrace. I had, I had a moment on the way, when we said we were going to do the recording and that today, I was I was sort of trying to think to myself, obviously things have went wrong. We all know that there's there's something, something not quite right there. And I was trying to sort of pinpoint... What do I think it is? What do I think is the problem with the football club? Do I think it's, is it the manager or technical director or management set up in general? I was like, is it the recruitment? And, or is it, is it a club culture? Like what, what, what's going on? And I, I couldn't narrow it down to one thing. It's a number of, it's a number of things, isn't it? I think that's the, the biggest overall issue with it. We failed at every level for years now. Years and years and years. I was looking through, our, I seen a thing put up on X, because it's not Twitter anymore, um, the other day, and it, it listed out, our, like, it put out, like our squad on the screen that looked through all the players. I was looking at our centre midfield, right? Do you know how many centre midfielders we've got? There's about seven of them, right? You've got Benny, Harren, and then you've got Neuenhoff, Andy Halliday, George Grant, and... Did I say Devlin? Yeah, Devlin. Aye. There's about six, six centre midfield. And how many of them would you consider? Oh, Denham as well. Denham's, but Denham's... How, 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 see, how, how, how many of them are good enough? Well, One? not even that, mate. How many of them would you consider to be box-to-box attacking midfielders? Zero. Like, there's there's seven players. One of them's George Grant, who fuck knows what he's meant to be. But um, he's meant to be a forward-thinking um, playmaker, but... He's obviously not. Um, you've got Cammy Devlin, who I think beside somebody could do a job in a half-decent team, but when you don't have someone beside Devlin that can pass a football, he's a colossal waste of space when you're trying to dominate the ball. But you've seen the flip side of that in Europe. He was excellent. So I think with the right partner beside him, Devlin's fine. Peter Harren, why is he still fucking here? Like, Peter Harren has spent four years injured and we gave him a contract extension. Why? Andy Halliday, again, why? Right? George Grant, why? 
Like, and that's throughout the team. We've got no depth at the back. We have one start in centre half that's of a, of a competent level. We've got a good young left back who can't defend. We've got let's get the an Australian fucking joker at right back. Atkinson's not good enough. He can be as good on the ball as you want. He's crap. He can't defend and he gives it away in stupid positions every single game. I don't know how many times he gets caught about ten yards inside his own half doing something with the ball with some kind of dodgy heavy touch and the opposition breaks on us every single fucking time he plays. He gets away with it sometimes, doesn't he, others? But the whole the whole thing's a joke. And then you look up front, we've got Tagawa, who is going to take time to settle in, and then you've got Shanklin and Boyce, who are the same player except one's a better finisher. There's no structure to the squad, there's no plan on how we're going to move players on, no plan on who we're going to bring in. And then you've got the off-field issues we've talked about with the stadium. Where the fu- like? Where's the positives? Yeah. It's interesting you mentioned structure there because when you do look at that squad in depth and and even just watching them, there's no balance there, there's no structure, there's no identity about the way they play. We've not got anyone you can bring on in any position that changes. Yeah, it's exactly what I said on Sunday. There's no identity, There's as you say, there's nobody there with any grit. Nobody there with any determination. We don't even have a big fucker we can bring on and chuck the ball at as a plan B. There's not even any characters there. There's nobody in that team. I didn't like any of them. you think, yes, yeah, that's, that's kind of the point I'm making. There's no, there's no characters there that are able to go, able to say, actually, he'll change the game. Or he'll make the difference. Or bring him on. You know what I mean? What, there's nobody option? in that say, team. Say there's nobody in that fit, team. Right? Your option at the weekend is to take off Alex Lowry and bring on Barry Mackay. It's the same fucking player. Yeah. Right? It's the same player. You can say say Boyce didn't start. Or you, or you can take you can take Boyce off, bring, put Tagawa up front. Or you can bring you can bring Civic on and try and play a back three again, even though that failed last year. So why do we keep trying it again? Why? Because we've, oh, no, we've not signed the right back. Oh, That's I why I couldn't get over that. Yeah, when 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 they, they moved to the back three, I thought, fuck this again. And uh, and and do you think uh, Michael Smith might return before our next show? Didn't he? Didn't even. Do, go do you think that, that might happen? Is he still looking for a club? He's still looking, he for, still a looking for a club. Pish. He'll be looking for a club until he retires, unless he comes back to Hearts. Oh, didn't he? Would that be the Would that be the one of the final straws for you? Yeah. Uh, no, look, it wouldn't surprise me because that's uh, as we we've, we've met we've just ranted about uh, for the last twenty minutes. There's that the club don't look outside the box, so they probably will bring him back uh, back in. Um, yeah, you, you you're right. I mean, where, where do we go from here, really? I mean, they gave us a wee kind of bit of uh, a a, gl- a glimmer of hope with the Rosenberg game. But I, I think that was just down to Rosenberg being a pretty shite side, to be honest, and Hearts getting through on the night. Um, as I said, your bread and butter is the league, uh, and there's two winnable home games that we've uh, we've took a point from. We've went away to Dundee, we've lost there as well, a new promoted side. To not even score a goal in three of those games is very worrying, because uh, clearly they haven't replace Gino uh, 13 goals a season I know we, we you know I like Gino and um, I think for me the fact that him and Shankland had contributed you could see they were they, they were building up a good partnership they contributed to was it 48 goals or something or, or whatever um, they should have pushed the boat and kept that man I mean I don't know how, how hard they pressed but if it's if they put as much effort into that as they did with the managerial situation then it obviously wasn't a it wasn't a lot, was it? So, 
um, yeah, from top to bottom, the football club for me is is a mess, and um, and people can you know they might listen to us, they might agree with us, they might not, they might say that we're the negative ones, whatever. But open your fucking eyes, you know the, this isn't just one season. This has been going on for six, seven, eight years. One of the seasons that resulted in us getting relegated, it, I wouldn't rule it out happening again. And that's not an overreaction because you only need to look at the performances. It's not a case that oh well we're only four games into a seat. So what? Look at what you're watching on the park. It's not good enough. We've seen this story before. It's worryingly similar to that season. Oh, 100% it? it is. And, and you know, that's an easy... Hearts are easy to play against when they're playing this type of football. So fucking easy. As I said there, Motherwell went into 10 men and at no point did their goalie have to make a save. I could set a team up to beat Hearts. Easy. Of course you could. You just sit in, make sure you're well organised, make sure you're structured. You don't need to worry about anything in behind, but just... Make sure you win your headers, win your battles, and when you get the opportunity, break. And, and they'll give you chances. And Hearts will we'll give, give you chances. you chances, and you punish them. And, and you know, Motherwell, I think, quite easily have could have added to it, to be honest, if they had a little bit more ambition. But they knew that the game was done at 1-0. Uh, Hearts weren't equalising. Um, and even if Hearts did manage to fluke an equaliser, they certainly weren't going on and winning it. And that, for me, is the, is the most disappointing thing now. So you look at this run of fixtures they've got coming up now. Uh, October's a tough month as well. You've got the Derby, then you've got the Old Firm. And, um, yeah, do, do you see it changing? No. We, we we could quite easily be bottom in the league in November. Yeah. yeah. And that's not... I don't even think that's me being, like, dramatic. We are... I mean, how many points have we got? Four. Four, Four points. Moment, yeah. Four just now, yeah. Four points. And we've played and four... You know I, I beatable would, teams. I, I tell, I tell you There's harder fixtures to come. Oh, of course. And we're is. only on four points in um, four games. I, I, I would expect us to beat Aberdeen just because I think they're a similar team to us. They don't travel well. They've got quite a lot of frauds in their team as well, and they've got a fraudulent manager um, in, in the dugout there. And I would expect us to get through that game. It's the three away games that you worry about. Have Hearts got the character to go to St. Mirren and win? We have know they, got... they don't. No, no, exactly. But I, uh, that you, that you've got to ask the question there. Three tough away games in a row. What are you realistically looking for there? You know, four points in a cup win would be would be you'd bite your hand off for that right now. Yeah, I, I yeah exactly. Which was I think is is perhaps more realistic, just because they could maybe shit house their way through in penalties. Um, but you know they're certainly not winning. They're not getting nine points from those three games, and and well, so they won't get nine points anyway. But um, they're they're not getting six points in a cup win. I would be astounded if that happened. I um, maximum we won we won one of those games. Max. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, I, I and that's not them. that's not me trying to be negative. That's just me looking at our away form over the last ten years. Statistically, as well, if you look at it, that's probably what's more that that's probably what's likely to happen. And I'd, I'd take the cup tie. All of them, if oh, you yeah. offer me yeah, one, yeah, one, yeah, it'd be the cup yeah. tie. And if they were to lose all three, by the way, and and you go into a derby game on the back of that. Tyne Castle could be a very toxic place. Spencer, we'll, we'll give you the final word because you've not really spoke for a little bit. What did you make of this conversation just now before we finish? Um, there's not a lot you can disagree with. As I said, I do worry as well for Hearts. I remember back at the start of the season when people seen that our first two away games were St Johnston and uh, Dundee. 
I think people on this show were saying, oh, we should get six points out of that. I said, well, you just don't go from winning four games in the entirety of last season to all of a sudden just winning two away games in a row. And obviously we came unstuck at Dundee away. The three away games are worrying. Pretty confident for Aberdeen as well. Aberdeen at home, no matter how hearts are playing as a club, I've always, always fancied. I think uh, I would be very worried if we didn't get three points against them. Um, they've only had a couple of wins at Tynecastle that I can think of in the last sort of decade or so. So I'd be very worried if they didn't, if we didn't get three points there, because that puts even more pressure on these uh, these away games. Is the season looking very very bleak if we do go out of the cup? Probably. Um, a lot rides on that game. We really need to get back to Hamden. Probably going to have to beat. Rangers to win the cup, I'm assuming. I don't think we have that in us. Although they, 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 they don't they, look particularly great yeah, either. They, they, they're full of donkeys, I know. Mm-hmm. So, so, so we'll see. The but league's been. Yeah, pro- probably when you look at it, yeah. Because even Celtic are a shadow of themselves. Celtic won't get a single point in that Champions League group. And and people were, were looking at it saying, oh, yeah, they could do all right there. But they won't. They're shite and all. Before we finish, we'll do predictions for Aberdeen because we're not on until half of the Aberdeen game. So, Gordon, what do you think? I think we'll win two one. Uh, I, I don't think it'll be a pretty watch, but yeah, I, th- I think we'll we'll get over and then everybody they'll they'll reel you back in again because they'll maybe have a spell in that game where they look good. Probably go two 0 up after half an hour and then you know fucking limp over the line. But everybody will say, "Oh, positives, positives," and yeah, that's probably where we'll go. To be honest, Matthew. Um, I. I think we will win because it's Aberdeen at home. Spencer's right. The record at Tynecastle is absolutely abysmal. But it'll be pretty much rinse and repeat of um, the St. Johnston game. I think we'll be shite for 70 minutes, play well for 20, and everyone will get a false sense of security again. We'll get slammed back down to earth in our three away fixtures that follow. And Spencer? Probably exactly the same to the game in May when we played them. We beat them 2-1. Probably won't be too similar to that. I think we'll just get over the line, but no matter who loses, I think there's going to be a lot of pressure on either manager because that would be five games of the season yeah. without a, so a win for Hearts so or Aberdeen. Is, none of think we're going to get beat. That's Aberdeen at home and never get beat. Yeah, yeah, if it was any other team, I'd be like, mm, but... See, um, I don't think we will get beat, but... If, if it was we, away, if, I'd be like, mm. But if we do I, get... If thing it, is, we if, will if, lose both games at Pataudry. Yeah, season. but the thing is, if we do get beat at Tincastle there... I, I would say it's panic stations. Oh, it's, it's fucking it's nice really, out. Aye, get it's, out. But it's proper panic stations, in my opinion, Sat because because that's like that is literally office. that is literally you know relegation form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's Motherwell at home vibes, isn't it? You yeah. Know, when we go, when we go be three two protests. Yeah. yeah. I'll be I'll be booking hotel rooms under the name Get Em Out. <laughs> well, that's smart from Mrs. Budge, isn't it? Instead of Hearts going to going to Europe, Mrs. Budge is bringing Europe to Hearts with a hotel. Touch on the national team. Uh, we're playing uh, Cyprus and England. Uh, Gordon, you're obviously we're going to the England game. Mm-hmm. Could could qualify. Could, could qualify. qualify. And they look and they look and you know putting a positive spin on this podcast. At least the national team look quite quite good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's I mean they're they're night and day from from where Hearts are, which is 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 always good seeing. Incredibly, two Hearts players are in the squad, um, which makes you scratch your head really. Um, yeah, no, I think I think is. I would expect them to take care of Cyprus, but then again, you know, David's going, so I suppose it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if we weren't to win. But I mean, a draw, I mean, obviously, I'm not yeah, one yeah. Scotland to get beat, of yeah, course, yeah, but uh, a, a draw would be like a last-minute Cyprus <laughs> equaliser would be a good laugh, um, just because he'd be fuming. Um, 
and then uh, and then obviously hopefully uh, turn over England on on the Tuesday because um, I've I've seen a few Scotland England games, a couple at Wembley, and then I've seen obviously a few Hamden, uh, well one at Hamden, one at Parkhead, and uh, still to win one, uh, but there've been a few draws and and close calls. Um, I think Scotland will win it, and I, I do. I fancy Scotland to be England. I know I do, and I think. Um, I think it'll be a one 0 job, but I think it'll be a similar performance and game to what like the Spain game was. I think Scotland at home are are just a, a decent side at the moment, and and, um, and I I think they're vastly underrated Scotland. I really do. I think when you look through the squad and the 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 level of players they've got at the moment and the kind of the football that they're set up to play, I think they're like a Harry Kane away from being a last eight in a tournament team. I really do. I I think defensively they're good. Uh, midfield's really good as well. I just think they've not quite got that centre forward yet. Well, hopefully we get a couple of wins there. Thank you for joining me. Till next time, goodbye.